Monday Mikates, Shir number six. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody who are sending in questions to keep the Oilam uh, interested. The uh, change of questions, the ra- range of questions keeps it exciting. So today's question is, as we learned in the Oilam Haba for Life Shirim, we understand that although Oilam Haba is the ultimate pleasure that a person can have, but we want to stay in this world because a person can only gain schar in this world. This world is the Oilam of schar of gaining that we should be able to get schar. And Oilam Haba, once a person gets to Oilam Haba, there's no more schar. So one of our listeners asked, how do we reconcile this with the fact that we yearn for the times of Mashiach? We say, But Chazal say, during the days of Mashiach, we will not have schar anymore. There will be no more schar because everything will be clear and there will be no room for schar. So if we understand the importance of this world, meaning that it's the place of gaining schar, why would we anticipate Mashiach? It's an excellent, excellent question. And the answer is very, a very fundamental answer. We ha- like we discussed in the Olam Habashur, and we have to understand what our objective is. Our objective is to be an Oivet Hashem, to be a servant of the Rabbani Shalom. Anything that a person does has to fall under that banner of I'm a servant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If the Rabbani Shalom wants that Mashiach should come, and he wants us to anticipate and to yearn for Mashiach to come, that's part of our Avedah. People make a mistake and they think, if I waited for Mashiach and Mashiach didn't come, I wasted my time. Waiting for Mashiach itself is an objective. Tzipisali Yeshua itself is an objective, even if Chas Hashem Mashiach didn't come. Thousands of years they're waiting for Mashiach and Mashiach didn't come, they still attain the objective of waiting for Mashiach. So if you're looking at it from a schar perspective, what's better for me? Absolutely. It's better for you, maybe, to be here in this world and Mashiach shouldn't come. It's true. But that's part of a Chakalei B'chayim Shiyav, and we're here to serve the Rabbi Nishalel. Avedas Hashem would mean that since the Rabbi Nishalom wants Mashiach, he, does, he wants, we'll put it this way, since the Rabbi Nishalom wants us to yearn for Mashiach, and that would be the Tikkun of the Olam, that is the Avedah that we should be doing. Ultimately, because that's our Avedah, so then of course a person will get more, he'll end up gaining in the long run for anticipating Mashiach, even if Mashiach doesn't come and he can't have any more schar, but he'll end up gaining because he did Avedah Hashem. That means a person gets schar based on how much of an Eved Hashem he is, how much his damnus, how much opportunity the Ben gives him, how much he utilizes the opportunity that the Ben gives him. And he follows the orders of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So since HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us, yearn for Mashiach, even though when Mashiach comes, there will be no more schar. True. But when I yearn for Mashiach, I'm doing Ratzon Hashem. That's my job. When I anticipate Mashiach, and I'm a Chakal I'm doing my job. So then... Leaving schar aside, first of all, I'm doing my job. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm here to serve Hashem. I'm not here to get schar. I'm here to serve Hashem. L'saneg al Hashem means to connect to the Ben to do what the Ben wants. If I'm doing what the Ben wants, obviously, that is going to get me the greatest schar. The schar is, l'saneg al Hashem, the schar comes from maintaining a relationship with the Ben If this is what the Ben wants, and this is what I do, then obviously, I get the greatest schar. So if you look at it objectively, will I get more schar when Mashiach doesn't come? Maybe. But Lamaisa, because I anticipate Mashiach, even if Mashiach does come, I'm going to get full schar because I'm doing what the Rabbanishlam wants me to do.